Hey, what is up, everybody? And welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. We are going to discuss on tonight's show the week 14 that was and look into week 15, which some of our playoffs will be starting this coming week. So always an exciting time of year. How you doing, Kevin? Hanging in there, brother. Starting to feel uh, healthy. I'm about 95% now. Not coughing much, but when I do, some crap comes up. But we're we're looking pretty good. Get ready It'll for take Christmas. You six weeks. It's been it's been a little over four. I was reading some articles today about people just nationwide, just these long colds that just the body just struggling to really completely get rid of them. But you know, we we persevered. It's rough. Um, have you done any thinking about uh, uh, something we mentioned on last week's show about um, how to determine a double OT, like uh, so that we don't end up with ties in the NFL like we did last week with the Giants and uh, Commanders? I've not put any more thought into that, but uh, I, I actually, I'll be honest, I think ties are cool because it really screws with the standings. It makes it so teams have to win or lose games, and then we don't have to go to some BS freaking tiebreakers at the end of the season where you had the best record in a conference, but you played four different teams each, so it wasn't really even quite fair. So I don't like all that crap. I like ties throwing a a cog into the works. That's interesting because here I am, love free agency and all these crazy signings and these wild trades we had at the deadline this year because I love chaos. And that's what you always say, throwing it at me. Oh, you, you just love chaos. You love when things go haywire. And here you are, sir, having a little bit of my medicine. I like chaos. I, I don't have any podcasts. I like things getting crazy. I would rather things come down to your actually actual record than some convoluted number six tiebreaker that you really had zero control over. So I, I like that this is really throwing some crazy stuff out there. Um, And I think next week we'll get into some crazy stuff because next week is really when um the playoffs start for most leagues. Well, um, what's that? No. Yeah. Week 16, 17. Yeah. Now, here we go. I know. Yeah. Silliness. But uh, so we'll talk about some bad beats there. You know, some leagues maybe we didn't make the cut, some leagues we did, why that happened. I know there's a we'll, – we'll talk about the one-and-done league um, today. Might as well just do it now while we're while we're on it. Uh, you made the playoffs. There were how many teams in the league? 19? 18, 18. 18 teams. Nine, um, nine make the playoffs. And when the playoffs start, the uh, everybody's score goes to zero. So it's always a balancing act between when do you play – big name players do you save them all for the end what do you do and and you and i we save as many horses for the end as we can and uh going into this past week i was in seventh i think you were in fifth maybe uh we had a little bit of a cushion not much and we had options right we could have gone off of our off the course straight a little bit and played some big name guys or 
stuck to our guns, which is what we both decided to do at the 11th hour. Uh, well, I guess technically the 12th hour since it was yeah, about 1245. We, we talked. talked at 1252. I think <laughs> you were home and I was at the Christmas tree farm. Yep. I was going to make a few changes and just figured, you know what? This worked all year. All I needed was to score about 105, 110 points. I'd have been good. Or uh, I needed one guy not to score 155. Um, unfortunately for me, that happened. So uh, I was on the outside looking in by, what, 12 points, I think I missed the... 17.9. 17? 17.9. That's, you know, two weeks ago I had Jimmy Garoppolo went out, got hurt on the first drive. Um, this past week I played Corey Davis. But really it came down to, like you said right before the show, I didn't need good luck. I just needed no luck. Uh, and no it did bad luck. Yeah, no bad right, luck. Right. Right. And I was going to, you know, I was going to play Hertz last week. I was going to play AJ Brown. I was going to play Jamar Chase. Like those were my big names I was going to put in, chose not to. That's on me, <clears> of course. But I'm um, on the outside looking in on the one and done. Um, but you're in there, man, and we're rooting for you. Well, thank you. I am, as you know, defending champion. So we'll have to see. I got lucky last year. I only won by 3.4 points in the end. I've got I, I I've looked through of the nine people and I've got the most horses. But as you and I both know, it's when you play them. It's right. when you play them. I, I might play Tyreek Hill in a week when he gets three points. Somebody else plays Elijah Moore, he gets twenty three. It's just it's just the nature of the beast. I feel good about my my spot in it, but uh, so do the other teams. One thing I couldn't believe, and because you and I have this down pretty good. You and I together, any of these leagues we've ever been, one of us or both of us at the same time have won these leagues. Four, the top four guys in the league all played Justin Jefferson last week. Interesting. They had no chance. The only way they weren't going to make the playoffs is if they each scored like 30. I understand like two of them were really vying for first place. And I think that's why you really have a first place in is you want maybe at the end a couple guys really want that and waste a stud or two trying to win it. And that's what they certainly did. But again, you know, if you're in the playoffs, you had the puncher's chance. We'll, we'll see how this goes here. But yeah, you got when two nuts scored 171 and 191 the week before, yeah. 362 points in two weeks yeah. to 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 go from next to last to ninth. Or you know what? How about he doesn't? You know what? How about he gets his 171? He got. How about he just gets 171 two weeks in a row? And I'm in. If he doesn't drop 191 the week before, it was yeah, it was crazy. I mean, he really you got to hand it to him at least. Uh, he went for it. He he had to. He knew he had to. He, he actually I talked to him before the games, and he said, you know, I think I waited one week too many. Like the, I I did great last week, but I'm still so far behind because so did everybody else. Like, well, here you go, just point after point after point. What's uh what's that old golf adage? Uh, Don't leave a an eagle putt short. That's right. Yeah, he certainly did not. He did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could never had a chance to go in if you leave it short. Yeah, he went after. Those were two all pro lineups. They all hit, and uh, eh, more power to him. I, I, I'm upset that you're not in. As I told you a week or two ago, I I always want to play against the second best. Well, uh, technically, I'm tenth best now. <laughs> That's I guess feel <laughs> I guess I'm second best on the podcast. I was for the, for the one and done. I was really surprised how well you took it. I wanted to give you a little breathing room. I, I wanted to wait Monday, so I didn't. I didn't want you to remember anything I was running because I want. I obviously I always root for you, but um, 
you took it really well. I, I really thought I, you know, I was about to call Reggie and, you know, have the shoestring shard objects removed from the house. But yeah. you took it so much better than I expected. I don't know if that was a front or you literally were just like, you know what? I, I played my thing. I did. I stuck with it and it just didn't work out. So I, I am doing my best to raise a four-year-old. I have decided to pursue my national board certification at work. I have three different clubs I'm running and creating a health curriculum. I have had this podcast and I'm in a bunch of different leagues and I am so emotionally drained that I'm, I'm like Eli Manning. I can go out there and throw a touchdown pass to win the game or throw a pick six to lose it. And I'm just even keel, man. Yeah. Like my heart, my heart rate doesn't go up or down anymore, man. It's I'm, I'm dull to, to a lot. So I'm, you know, once once we get some stuff in life squared away, I'll be a little more emotional. But uh, it's it's tough right now. I got you. Well, there's always next year. We'll we'll go from here, and hopefully we can get a few more people. I'd really like to build this league up to like at least fifty people. I think that would just make it just really nuts to see how people would play it. Uh, but we have four weeks of cumulative scores coming up for just for those out there that only week eighteen is involved in a league like this because week eighteen factors into how you play. Because do I really want to wait and sit play Josh Allen week 18? No, because they might be playing for nothing. They might play one quarter. So week 18 really factors in big time to a league like this. Definitely. Um, and we're going to transition into the weekly breakdown uh, by talking about our friend Albert Leach of the show. He was in our league of record. He was a win and you're in situation. Uh, and he took a guy we talked about last week who over the last four weeks was a QB six. And started him. Unfortunately, that guy was Derek Carr. And uh, Albert Leach is no longer in the playoff hunt in our league of record because Derek Carr went 11 for 20 for 137 yards and two picks as the Raiders lost to the Rams. Uh, Josh Jacobs, he's a monster. I believe he's still RB1 uh, after last week. I'll check to be sure of that. And Devontae Adams, uh, help me understand this. We go into halftime. Devontae Adams has three catches. For 71 yards, two of them highlight reels, and has zero targets after halftime. Um, and I'm not sure what's more surprising, that or the fact that Baker Mayfield not only played, but actually played pretty well and won the game for the Los yeah. Angeles Rams. Um, Cam Akers scored a touchdown, averaging his usual three and a half yards of carry. And Ben Skoranek. Seven for 89, but Van Jefferson was a guy to catch the score uh, to win the game there. He certainly was. He played well. I, I thought about playing him once time, but you know, you and I don't like playing. Uh, we don't Thursday. like playing Thursday night guys, but we, we occasionally do break our rules and do it. I just, I just couldn't do it for him. Not especially not knowing who's going to be playing quarterback, but man, that was so, such a fun thing to watch. I almost sent you a text like, quarter 12 just right i was just gonna write just wow but i didn't know if i didn't want to accidentally wake you up it was it was like watching the bucks game the week before right that same game yeah it, just do nothing the whole game and then out of nowhere you decide you're god and are unstoppable how do you not throw the ball to Devontae adams I don't know. Zero it, targets in the second half. I watched the whole game, and the Raiders did nothing the whole second half. They looked like a team that just wanted to get out of the building with an easy win. They had made a nice little lead, and they just pretty much gave up trying. Yeah. So there's not much, honestly, to talk about with that one. Um, 
that's basically it. Baker Mayfield with a surprise come from behind win. So who's the worst coach in the NFL? Is it Josh McDaniels or is it Nathaniel Hackett for the Broncos? Hmm. I'm going to say Cliff Kingsbury. That's fair. That's He's fair. just so awful now. I used to have some respect for him doing this Eric Coriel stuff, but the fact that he he's now going for like 38 fourth downs now. The other night, twice, he went for fourth down in his own territory. Didn't make either. Ended up 10 points. He gave, they gave up because of it. He is awful. Hackett, I think, has just gotten thrown into a situation that a lot was expected, and it hasn't worked out because Russell Wilson is just trash. And McDaniels, you're right, he's absolutely terrible. Doesn't he belong. Fired. He's a great offensive coordinator. He does not belong being a head coach. I I agree. Who who gets fired first? Of the three of them, Hackett. I think so too. I think I think so because Josh McDaniels at least has a little bit of street cred with the work he did in New England, and he's got a huge contract. Yeah, Kingsbury's they, been there. They're not going to pay him. Years. Yeah, for years I, to not coach. I think when, Kingsbury's going too at the end of the season. I can't imagine. Uh, probably, probably. Uh, but if I had to, if only one of them were to get fired, I think I would pick uh, Hackett. I have never, uh, for as long as I've watched football and really gotten into fantasy and, and studied this stuff, I I don't remember a team where every person in the industry was wrong. And sure, there's going to be some random Chiefs fan out there that's like, oh, I told you Denver's going to suck. That dude, no, you, you're speaking with your fandom yeah. and not your brain. Uh, no one. I don't know a single person. We're not even talking about the Broncos right now, but I, I don't know a single person that got that right. No, you had him in the playoffs. I didn't have him in the playoffs, but I still had him at like 10 and 7. Sure. I just figured they'd be the fourth best team in their own division and not quite make it. But I thought everybody in that division would have a winning record. We were talking about how it was maybe the greatest collection of, of quarterbacks, maybe teams in a division ever. It has not panned out because the Raiders and Broncos are just been trashed. And to be honest, the Chargers have been much better. If the playoffs started today, they wouldn't be in either. Right. It's wild. Um, and what was one of my favorite games of the week, the Detroit Lions took down the, what were they, 10 and 2? At No, they were... They, 11 and 2? No, they were 10 and 2. Now they're 10 and 3. Yeah, okay. 10 and 2 Vikings last week. Man, that was sweet. I loved it because I love when teams that are pretend they're good but really aren't get spanked by teams that you don't think are like that don't seem good because they're record, but they really are. And that's the Lions. Man, they are playing great football as of late. And Kirk Cousins, 425 and 2. Boy, that where has yeah. that been? And granted, he doesn't play the, the Lions defense every week, but come on now. Uh, they shut down Dalvin Cook. He did find the end zone, but that was it for Mr. Cook. Justin Jefferson, good grief, 11 for 223 yards. I I, I think I might have called you during the game or maybe afterwards where, once again, Justin Jefferson was just bailing Kirk Cousins out. And I know Cousins had a good game, but Jefferson is such an animal and can catch anything though his catch radius has to be on par with like dk metcalf and dk metcalf's a monster but oh, tj yeah. hawkinson did well six for 77 adam thielen had some big uh catches seven for 65 and a touch and then kj osborne threw in his score as well um but you have Kirk cousins in your league of record how nice was it to see finally see him do something it was good because through about 
two and a half quarters, he had done nothing. They were so far behind, they just started chucking the ball, which is what we thought they might do at the beginning of the season. And But they haven't had to. They've been winning. Though at 10-3, and three, they are being outscored on the season. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's Negative four. Crazy. But J.J., he's on pace to break uh, Megatron's single-season uh, receiving record. And just like him that year when he had, what, like 1,970 yards or something, Megatron, he had five touchdowns that year. That's it. He get, I don't know how many times he got caught on the two or the one because I had him and I was angry about it. J.J., I think, only has six touchdowns on the year. He's on pace to break the yardage record, but still only six TDs. He didn't That's score tough. in this one. How do you have 223 yards and not even get one? I know. I mean, he's got three games with over 180 receiving yards. Has he scored in any of them? Uh, good question. No. Yes, he had uh, ooh, 10 for 193 and one against Buffalo back in the uh, oh, second yeah. week of November. Week and week one, yes, one he huge. had nine for 184 and two. Yeah, that was a nice week. But, yeah, he has all these other games, 147, 154, didn't score. 223, it's it's crazy. He only has six touchdowns. Actually, he has seven, my apologies, but one of them was a rush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, the the Lions stepping up, obviously. And Jared down Goff, the baby. Line. Yes, 330 man. yards, three touchdowns. He, man, he might be their quarterback of the future. That running game's a mess. They don't know what they're doing. DeAndre Swift led the way two weeks ago and then only had like nine touches this past week, something that's odd. DJ Chark, who we both played in the one and done, good call on us for that one, six for 94 and a touchdown. And Josh Reynolds, uh, scored as well as hey jameson williams welcome to the nfl sir what were they doing you, it not covering jameson like, williams it almost looked it was, on that play like he just stood at the five yard line before the play even started yeah there was like nobody within 25 yards of him it was bizarre it was like full court pickup basketball where like the yeah, one guy is too picking. fat to run down the <laughs> other end of the and play defense he just waits at the other end and hopes was, that baseball pass it was so weird looking he literally yeah. stood there and caught that ball like a punt. He wasn't even running. He just threw the ball straight up here. He stood there like on the five and just caught it like a punt. It turned around and walked into the end zone. Yeah. I lo- I mean, good. Good for him. I'm, I'm happy he's got it. Great. Uh, overall, uh, I- yeah, the running game didn't didn't go swift. That's, you know, it, it, that's part of what costs you too. We both sure. played him. He did nothing. He it, Everybody thought. I saw things ahead of him. It was like ring like the number seven running back going into the week. Thought he'd finally um, turn the corner. We got all those touches last week. A high ESPN scoring had game. At 11, I think. Yeah. And, and still RB1. Happened. But golf is the story, dude. They're already saying that they're welcoming back with open arms next year. And if he can do this again, that they're, they feel they're not, they're not going to waste any, any picks on a quarterback next year. They're going to keep building and do this team. We talked about it before the season started. Man, boy, are they building for the future. They, they this is, and they still got a chance. They're still in the wild card hunt. Yes, I know. Man, I'm pulling for the Lions, buddy. Me too. It'd man, be awesome. let's go, Detroit. Uh, oh man, what's not awesome is your Ravens, dude. Almost dropping one <laughs> to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tyler Huntley did not look good in his nope. first start of the season. J.K. Dobbins had the worst looking. 120 yards rushing on, on 15 carries for its touchdown. I think I've ever seen it. His stride length, I mean, it, it looked like someone 
like tightened up his hamstrings as tight as they would go. And he couldn't step. He had these little baby steps trying to run down the field. Uh, obviously, if you start him in fantasy, you're stoked. Um, you can't. Oh, well, yeah. Hopefully, he didn't start any pass catchers. But, um, man, Dobbins. And then I shared a picture to the Facebook page of his knee. Like, just a random picture of him celebrating his touchdown. And you look at his knee, and he's got these two prongs poking out of his Frankenstein. Oh, my gosh. That cannot be good, man. This guy's uh, not going to be able to walk in a year and a half. He might not, but I guess he's going to make the most out of it till then. The whole Ravens thing now, I think, you know, I was close on this. Remember, I, at the end of the show, I called it last week. I said it's going to be 15 to 10. I think it ended up, what, 16 to 14, something like that? Yeah. I was yeah. pretty close. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Dobbins looked great. Nobody expected that. They thought he was coming back off IR. He might get five carries. Nobody That's what they thought Gus Edwards earlier in the year, and he right. ended up having exactly. Like this is like they're like the Patriots now. You you never know week to week who's going to get the ball. You can't really rely on anybody, even Mark Andrews anymore. Here I save him up all year long for the once and done, and I don't even know if I'm going to get to play him. He's off. He doesn't yeah. even get. He only had six targets the whole game. They only had they only had sixteen passes plays the whole game. It's, I mean, it's classic Ravens Steelers team, but it's uh, it's ugly for fantasy. Deontay Johnson was okay, six for eighty-two. Still didn't find the end zone. Pat Fryermuth did, but that was about it for him. Only thirty-three yards uh, receiving. And Najee Harris fell into the end zone, so you're okay there. But uh, Kenny Pickett, he ended up getting hurt right uh, out the gate. So Mitch One Trubisky attempt. came in. And so I still don't know the difference between Mitch Trubisky and um, Baker Mayfield. I, I just I feel like they're the same person. They play. They look the same on the field. They throw the same. Yeah. Like the they, they're equally talented. Well, equally less than talented. Okay. Uh yeah, Mitch didn't look good. So I mean, that's why they're talking about maybe starting Mason Rudolph this week. Uh, Omar Epps said today he's fifty-fifty on which one's going to go. He'll let he'll that the, the let the said the press will know when I put a when I put a quarterback out on the field. Uh, Pickett, they said, did a little bit of uh, stuff at practice. They don't think he's going to get cleared uh, concussion protocol. So if you have a, a Steelers skill player, don't play him this week. Got the trust, that's for sure. Especially trying to get into your playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, or, or, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do it. Uh, the Bengals took down their division foe, the Cleveland Browns, 23-10. to 10. Uh, Deshaun Watson, he looked better, still didn't look very, uh, very good. Nick Chubb and no one on the ground game, um, for Cleveland looked good. DPJ, Donovan Peoples Jones, eight for 114, leading the team. David Njoku had 59 yards receiving and a score, which, I mean, if, if you start him at tight end, you are thrilled with that. Amari Cooper, who I know you have for, um, you're one and done. Sometime in the playoffs, you're going to play him. Uh, that scares me. We talked about that today. Um, two for 42 for him. It's tough. I mean, he can blow up for you, but. Well, I, I saved him all year. We talked about this in like week six. I saved him all year because I fear when Watson came back, boy, what a connection there. As well as he was doing with Brissett, when this, when Watson comes back, that adds, adds an extra 50 yards and half a touchdown at, per game. But it's not He's looked that way so far. Here's a question for you. Uh, Joe Burrow, eh, 239, two touchdowns and a, and a pick. 
if you have a running back with 14 carries for almost 100 yards, averaging just about seven yards a carry, why do you not give him more carries? I know you won the game and everything, but Joe Mixon was good. Why not give him the, the Bengals ball? Bengals are much like the Eagles. They just they have inexplicable play calling. That you have guys that can do all kinds of things for it and are doing it in the game, and you just abandon it. I I don't understand it either. The difference here is the Bengals. Well, actually, the Bengals are nine and four now, so they're they won five in a row. Um, and the Eagles are winning all the time, so it doesn't get questioned. But if you would start to lose, yeah, those questions start to come out. Well, you had a running back who was averaging seven yards per carry, and then you ran three times in the second half. Please, could you explain that? What? How yeah. do you explain that? Especially for Joe Mixon owners. Yeah, exactly. Or Miles Sanders owners. <laughs> it's inexplicable but the eagles i think are starting to learn that hey maybe we've got something here and maybe we can alleviate a little bit of the pressure on on hurts if we actually use this guy yeah uh but yeah i don't understand the Bengals. uh mixon's gonna end up again like we said he's gonna end up like a top 10 back but more like a top 20 back and he would up 10 spots from one game uh, Jamar Chase, monster, 10 for 119 and 1. But that's helped because T. Higgins didn't play at the no. last second. They just didn't put him out on the field. No. Hamstring injury. He was out for one play. So that was fun. Yeah, that was it. He said that they, uh, uh, Zach Taylor said that they left him in. He was healthy enough that he could run a fade in the end zone if they needed him to. So they decided to to, to dress him and keep him out there. Jerk move, if you ask me. It is for us. It's not for, for them. Sure. It's smart for right. them. But oh, yeah. right for the fantasy world, it's crap. Yeah. Uh, the Jets lost to the Bills. I was kind of hoping for more from this one. You know, only 32 combined points here. Mike White, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, 268 yards is okay, but this dude got destroyed twice. I thought his, dude, I thought his rib cage was going to just pop. It was right like WWE stuff. Yeah, it was like Brock Lesnar spearing somebody. It was freaking nuts. I I rarely feel bad for a player because we all know what we sign up for. You play football. Like Traylon Burks a couple weeks ago got destroyed in the end zone. I don't care. That's what you get. Dude, man, I felt terrible for poor Mike White. I mean, you could see he was in so much pain writhing around on the ground. Yeah. Poor fella. Yeah. Um, Zonovan Knight, they're – Undrafted Fraser rookie came through again, 71 yards on the ground, a touchdown. He's a big, bruising guy. Yeah. Uh, and, and obviously, if you don't throw a touchdown pass, it's tough to have a big day from your pass catchers. Six catches for Garrett Wilson or 60 to 80 yards. So, I mean, they're okay. At PPR, you're a little happier, but it's whatever. Uh, Josh Allen was on the way, on his way to having a horrible day until he ran a touchdown in. He had less than 150 yards through the air, only one passing touchdown, but that rushing score really helped him out. How crazy uh, is it? He gets 20.6 points, and we're all disappointed. I know. I know. <laughs> That's well, how good he is. And, of course, I was going against him in a league, and, you know, without his rushing stats, I'm the victor. Instead, I got, I got one more game. This week I got a win, uh, and I'm in. But uh, Dawson Knox was the guy who caught that touchdown pass, even Stephon Diggs. Three for 37, nothing in this game is really what you wanted. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. I I saw online, what, the first 10 series, five and five? Kittle, crap. Uh, I guess you already saw a kill score. Somehow you're always way ahead of me on this. 
Uh, yeah, I'm actually not even watching this week. I think the first 10 series all ended punts. Yes. I've had, yeah, 10 straight punts awful. to start the game. And I guess if you, it depends. If you wanted to watch a defensive game, it was great. If you were into fantasy, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. So was it, was it real pretty? Bills pulled it out. I, I really hope that them and the Chiefs are tied going into week 18 and they both have to play everybody. Yeah, be great. Actually, I sort of hope they don't because I don't have any of them playing in week 18. So actually, I sort of hope they don't because that way other people that are saving them are going to get the screws put to them. Always thinking about yourself, Kevin. That's what I like oh, about that's you. That's great. Uh, in the most surprise, and you don't have anything else for that one, right? No, it was, there wasn't a okay. lot to talk about in that game, right. really. In the most surprising game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys were losing most of the game to the Houston Texans. The one win Houston Texans ended up eking it out at the very end of the game. They won 27-23. Davis Mills is terrible. Luckily, they have Jeff Driscoll to come in and look equally as bad, although he did throw a touchdown on his six attempts. Uh, Jeff Driscoll is quarterback and tight end eligible in Yahoo leagues. So that's fun. And uh, Lovey Smith already came out and said, I don't know. We might play Davis. We might play Jeff. We might play them both again. We'll see. Damian Pierce, 78 yards on the ground. He's really fallen off as far as his um, efficiency. He did He did score for you, though. I know he's fighting an injury. I'm not sure about his status for playing this week. We'll have to see. I, and, I've not um, seen a single source yet say that he's playing. Everybody says he's going to be out at least one game. Okay. So, obviously, something to keep an eye on. And um, the receivers, Brandon Cooks was out, as was Nico Collins. So, Chris mm-hmm. Moore, who I've, you know, he, you hear his name once a year for a team you didn't know he played for. Uh, 10 catches, 124 yards. But the 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 big a uh, guy for the the Houston Texans is Amari Rogers. He got cut from the Green Bay Packers a few weeks ago. He got cut in the SiriusXM Fantasy Host Dynasty League. I picked him up, didn't play him, but I got him on the lineup now. So he was talented in college, man. And as soon as I saw him out there, I had to have him, got him. So hopefully this uh, this turns into something. Uh, and then Dallas Dak Prescott did not look good. Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard were both fine. They both scored. Got, you know, 40 to 60 rushing yards. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz, as far as pass catchers go, that you actually started, six for 87. Other than that, didn't really matter. Yeah, this was a downer game. And, and you and I have talked before about some of the experts who sit there and act like just because you're a way better team that you can just walk in and easily win. But we both know these are trap games. Uh, there wasn't – I didn't see a single source last week didn't have the Cowboys defense as the number one ranked defense going in. They ended up scoring four points. They were awful. But this is the NFL, right? You never know. They're professionals, all of them. You never know when you're going to go into the building and get your butt kicked around a little bit. But we we talked four great, great teams find a way to win those really tough games. I get tired of hearing these people on TV talking about how all of a sudden they're awful and they're not Super Bowl worthy and all this crap. Like, really? They won. They won. Like, what are you talking about? Doesn't make any sense. You you tell me what you think about that as as a football player. I agree hundred percent. Now, but you and I have those conversations as well. We both started the Dallas Cowboys in the defense in a one and done because they were guaranteed double digit points. Yeah, ah, didn't happen. Um, it's still surprising. You don't expect the Cowboys to be, you know. Well, I agree with that. It was surprising outcome, 
that it was that close. Yes, I agree. But not surprising in the grand scheme of it that it's two NFL teams. You never know. You're right. You're right. I hear you. Um, moving on to the 12-1 and Philadelphia Eagles stomped the New York Giants, and it was – it was rough from the start, man. Jalen Hurts barely had 200 yards passing, uh, but he did have two touchdowns to the air and 77 yards on the ground with the rushing score. Miles Sanders, 144 Ooh. yards rushing and not one, but two touchdowns on the ground. A.J. Brown scored. Devonta Smith scored. My guy, Grant Calcaterra, uh, Cal he didn't score, but he got some playing time, which I like to see because I also have him in the Dynasty League. And then for the Giants – Daniel Jones wasn't very good. At least he didn't lead the team in rushing this week, um, hmm. although he did score yet another rushing touchdown. Saquon Barkley got shut down. Um, Richie James scored yeah. if for some reason you had him in your flex, but that's it because nobody had Isaiah Hodgins anywhere. Barkley had a poor game, but that was probably game script. They He was removed early in the third quarter. He didn't play again because what weren't they already down 28 nothing? Um, was this game 28 nothing at one point? Maybe it was close to it. It was a to it was yeah, never it was even close to competitive. Five minutes into the game, you already knew who was going to win. Uh, the Eagles tore it up. Miles Sanders helped me to another two and a week on the number three seed in my league. Six teams make it because it's a 16 team league, but I do still have to play the number six seed this week. Are you talking about the eighth overall fantasy running back, Miles Sanders? Uh, he, I told you a good year when we were naming people, he was my, my, uh, my surprise player of the year who was going. You agreed. That there was no way he wasn't going to improve on last year's zero touchdowns. And now he's getting the yardage to go with it. It's been great. I have to play the number six seed this week. Bear balls in your eye. We'll see how that goes. There are some crazy bad beats in my league this week. One of them was the guy that was going to be the six seed, Paulie, Pirate Crew, ends up going 2-0. and The guy in front of him, Bear balls in your eye, goes 2-0. Paul had to make up something like – 58 points or something, though, in the week. What's Paul going to do? He scores 176, beats him by 61, and ends up the number two seed, gets way more money, and straight into the semifinals. It was freaking nuts. Nonetheless, the Giants, that looked ugly. They had nothing good with pass catching. It's just very hit or miss. Barkley, I think, will turn things around when they're playing closer games, and he's finally seems back to 100% health. I certainly hope so because I have him going one of these four weeks in the once and done. You can start so, any Eagles player any week. There's never yeah, any reason. Yeah. Not. I don't care who they're playing. I don't care if they're playing the Cowboys, the 49ers. You play them every even, week. Even with Dallas Goddard back. And, oh, and look, he's back Hurts, this week, what we're seeing. Yes, right. Uh, you can't tell me that Jalen Hurts is not the MVP in the NFL. Evil. I can't really hear anybody else's name. I, yeah, it wasn't until about a week ago that all the experts have finally really pushed him up to number one. And, like, there's nobody even close. When the year started, by week two or three, we were like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, that, that's it. Lamar fell off. Josh Allen stuck around. Hertz is doing well. Hertz is doing well. Josh Allen hadn't done much in the past few weeks. And, I mean, who who else is it besides Hertz? It's just him and Mahomes. Justin Jefferson, keep, maybe. No, it's him and Mahomes, no. They wide receivers never won and probably never will. They'd have to do something crazy. It's it's really hurts in Mahomes now, but I don't know how you couldn't give it to her. I just don't. I the stats, the team record, what he means to the team. It's just I can't. I 
I just I can't make an argument for anybody else. It's it's not really I don't know how it even is an argument. Mahomes has one interception shy of four times the amount of picks that Jalen Jalen Hurts has twenty two passing to uh, let's call it thirty two total touchdowns, three picks, two lost fumbles. This is like Lamar's big season, right? The thirty two yes. touchdowns, yes. five five interceptions is it's just sickening. Mahomes has eleven picks already. And then and Micah Parsons comes out this week and says that he's just the beneficiary of a system. That it's not him. It's just the system. I, I was like, really? Well, he said that about Hertz and Mahomes. About Hertz. You didn't see that? Yeah. Two days ago he was in an interview and he said it, it was it's not him. It's that of course he's walked it back now saying he's a great player, but at the time he said it's not Hertz at all. It's just a system. That's why he's looked as good as he has. Two things about that. Number one, Jalen Hurts is not Tom Brady. However, Tom Brady was a system guy. I mean, think the system they had in New England, it helped make Tom Brady yeah. who he was. Now, right? Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But also, that being said, Michael Parsons looked like a fool trying to play the Eagles, uh, you know, whenever Philly beat them, however many weeks yeah. ago that was. So I'm sure I mean, he's still got a sour taste in his mouth. With if that. you're Micah Parsons and you're going to end up being the defensive player of the year and Jalen Hurts will end up being MVP offensive player of the year, I guess you're allowed to run your mouth a little bit, but it's just a sort of a stupid thing to say. I'm all into smack talk, but something like that is just asinine. There's no factual base to it. It's just dumb. And all you're doing is firing up the guy that you're trying to catch. Uh, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, maybe it'll, you know, locker room fodder let let hurts put it up in his in his locker and motivate him let's do it that's what i'm saying it doesn't mean why why uh wake the sleeping giant right yeah no kidding but whatever um do we have a sleeping giant in the jacksonville jaguars because they uh they surely put the screws as you like to say to the tennessee titans my oh, friend yeah. trevor yeah. lawrence camler still Favorite. might be right maybe it's tough in the afc but he might there's a chance 368 yards for Trevor Lawrence and three passing touchdowns plus a rushing touchdown, four TDs for the former number one overall pick. Um, he who shall not be named just had wow. the best game that he has had in his career and ever will have in his career, 11 for 162 and two receiving touchdowns. Uh, and then Zay Jones, 877 and one. Man, you can start Zay Jones any, any week you have to. No, you can't. I started two weeks ago, and he got me two points. Any week but that week. My receivers. I'm the worst receiver picker ever. Nah, you're okay. If you pick Derrick Henry, you did all right, though. 121 yards on the ground. He always crushes the Jaguars. Always. That whole Anytime, division. That whole division, he kills them. I don't understand. I would only If I was a Titans, I would sign Derrick Henry, and he'd only have to play six games. And they were when we were in division. <laughs> and, he, and he would get 40 carries each game and still get a thousand yards rushing on season. Yeah, he's a beast. I mean, this guy's unreal. Hey, do you remember last week when I was like, hey, for my start of the week, we're not a limb here, but how about Austin Hooper? He's a leading receiver from the Titans, five for 68. He was. I mean, that's not saying much, but uh, tight end land, you'll take it. Yeah, Conquo looked good, man. He's the future there. Uh, you realize the Titans are almost 500. They're seven and six. Yeah. And, and the Jags, what? What are the Jags now? Five are they five and eight? Five and eight now, yep. Yeah, so this could still happen, and they play in week yeah. 18. What if the Jaguars and the Lions make the playoffs? That would be glorious. God, that would be so awesome. 
Um, that would be great. Now, right. he who shall not be named and Trevor Lawrence were the two highest scorers in my league of record. I guess in many leagues they were, depending on your scoring system. Mine, points. they were the two highest. Who would ever put any money on that? Uh, man, I'd love to see them keep doing this. I really would. I, I, I can't count on it. I, I would love that week 18 game because even if the Jags are one game behind them going into week 18, it's basically a moot. It's basically tied because Titans win, they have it. Jags win, they'll have it because they'll end up tied, but they'll have the 2-0 and head-to-head. So if right. the Jags can get this to within one game, week 18 will be for all the marbles in that division. Come on, Doug Peterson. Oh, it would be so great. What a great story it would be. But, man, is Trev now finally turning the corner? He looked awful two weeks ago, but he looked great this week. It's amazing what good coaching will do for you. It's, it certainly oh, doesn't you know what? You know what I forgot? I forgot about our Kansas City Chiefs and our Denver Broncos game. Well, the Denver Broncos scored 28 points. That's like basically four games in one for them. So, awesome. Hats off to you, Denver. Way to go. Patrick Mahomes threw as many interceptions as this game, in this game three, as Jalen Hurts has thrown all year long. Yeah. Uh, he did throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns, though. So, uh, obviously, that was that was great. Isaiah Pacheco, I don't know what to think of this guy. He's good. He's very talented, but they just don't use him enough. He only had 13 carries. Yeah, he averaged over six but... yards a carry. I know. Don't want, they don't, that offense isn't built for the running back. It's just not. Well, unless not the running back is catching the ball. Like well, that, that was. And one of those been... was pure crap. It was just like spaghetti running down the field. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't count on those type things from McKinnon all the time. Um, It was like a Jamison Williams thing. There's no one around him. He was just like bizarre. Yeah. And you know they were up twenty eight. They were up twenty eight nothing in this game. Yeah, and then Juju, Juju did it nine for seventy four in a touchdown. Yeah, every now and then he's good for one of these games. So yeah, you just uh, good for him. You have to hope you hit it. Um, yeah, Russell. Yeah, don't look like, now. Three first touchdown. good game there's, of the year. Yeah, there's no way he has another game with three touchdown passes. This has to be his only three touchdown passes. Yeah, uh, he only up. had. Yeah, he only had eight on the year going into this. Yeah, he didn't have any. The most he had, yeah. he actually, matter of fact, he only had one game with two back in week four. And how about Jerry Judy with not one, not two, but three What was that? What was that? Well, he was the only guy on the field. Marlon Mack was the yeah. second leading receiver on that team. There was no Cortland Sutton, so you got Kendall <laughs> Hinton, Mike Boone, Eric Tomlinson, Jalen Virgil. I mean, some, how about Brandon Johnson? There's a normal name for you, but you never heard of him. Crazy. And now Russ probably isn't going to play this week. It's uh, Brett finally, Ripien. finally bringing around. Now you got the old ripping out there. So uh, good luck, Broncos. You're going to have a really high draft pick. Yeah. No, no, you're not. Or no, they gave theirs away. Seattle's Seattle. going to have a really yes. high draft pick. Yes, love it. Yeah, what? but uh, hey, you know what? The Broncos at least shed a little light. 28 nothing. They could have gave up. After that, they won 28 to 6, but just couldn't catch up. Somehow, uh the Seahawks, who we were just talking about, lost to the Panthers in a home game. Panthers had to fly yeah. cross country for this and drop 30 points on the Seahawks uh and won by six. Sam Darnold taking them to the promised land. Uh, not much on the well, Chuba Hubbard, I guess. Uh, he was, uh, you know, Deontay Foreman started the game. He was the the bell cow, if you will, with 21 carries, the leading rusher. Chuba Hubbard, only 14 carries, but had the same amount of yards as Foreman, 74, and he found the end zone. 
and uh, the, the receiving was uh, there was a lot left to be desired there. The leading receiver at 31 yards. So how does uh, a and that, team score 30 points with only 120 yards passing? Right. Uh, what was their total yards? It couldn't have been. Let me. And they had a lot of rush. They had over well over 200 yeah. rushing yards. Yeah, you're right. That's uh, yeah, man. It didn't doesn't look good on paper. Geno Smith, uncharacteristic two interceptions for him, and uh, with Adam Schefter coming out saying Tony Jones Jr. was going to start the game for the Seahawks. I don't know where that came from because he only had one carry. Travis Homer had nine, and then touchdown catches for Marquise Goodwin, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. Is Marquise Goodwin? Can you you can't start him because you don't know when it's going to happen. Because even but that touchdown has, was on the last play of the game. Yeah, he's had quite a few fantasy-relevant games, though. He quite has, a few. Yeah. yeah, he had that late touchdown last play of the game, but uh, they look good. You you started Geno Smith, I believe. He had you a good game, not a great game. Yeah, 20, 21.8. Yeah. Uh, they looked overall good, but, boy, that killed the Seahawks' playoff chances. That really, uh, That really might set them back there. But overall, uh, a decent game. I didn't see any of it except a couple. Actually, the only thing I think I saw from the whole game, the only highlight was that Goodwin uh, catch. I did see that, uh, or he is, uh, Kenny Walker's playing tonight, so he's back. Well, I'd imagine he's going to be on a pitch count tonight. We'll I see. Agree. Travis Hammer will probably get more carries than he will, more touches, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Well. Panthers are still in it, too. Uh, do you know why? Because they're because whole, Tampa Bay Buccaneers six suck. and seven. Yeah, they're awful. They Thirty-five to seven drubbing by the 49ers. It this game, talk yep. about not ever being close. Tom Brady, another 50 plus attempts, mm. only 250 yards, only one touchdown through the air, two interceptions, not looking good. Uh Rashad White is looking good, and he's just flat out better than Leonard Fournette. I'm just oh, watching yeah. the game no doubt. and watching them play, you know, Fournette will get a carry and then Rashad White will come in and get a carry. And it's just, they're not the same back. It's not even close. Uh, and when Brady doesn't do well, the receivers don't do well. Chris Godwin, <laughs> leading receiver five for 54. Mike Evans hasn't had a good game in what feels like two years. I have no idea what's going on with he him. He was gangbusters and, early in the year, 15, 26, 10, 14, 15. Since then, then six, five or six, seven, four, seven, six. Yep. Glad I saved him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I had him saved too, buddy. Um, And then you called this last week with Shanahan. I don't think you were too worried about Brock Purdy at all because Shanahan's plan – the game plan Shanahan came up with, Brock Purdy only had five incompletions yep. all game. Now, he only threw it 21 times, but he still completed 16 of them for almost 200 yards but two touchdowns. Yeah. Obviously, it's helpful. Ground. Yep, and right, and it's helpful when you got the weapons he does, like Debo, and who's you know Debo's out for several weeks with an injury, but you got Christian McCaffrey you can throw to, George Kittle you can throw to, are you and a TD, right? And if you can throw to Christian McCaffrey, you can hand the ball off to that dude because what a stud, man! It was sort of like a, a week or two learning curve coming over from Carolina, but wheels up, brother! That he is a man. I still say completely hundred percent healthy. He is the biggest weapon in the league. How do you argue that? It's it's him. You you could maybe argue Justin Jefferson, but McCaffrey touches the ball so many more times 
that I I just don't know how you can say it's not him. When you say the word weapon, you can't throw Jefferson in there. Yeah, because Debo, you don't see Debo the ball made him. His own teammate, you might be able to throw him in there yeah. because you can. You're not putting Jefferson at tailback. Yeah, I know he gets a one carry a game or something like that, but that's not what he does. It right. is what Debo does, and it is what McCaffrey does. Uh, if you watch the game, McCaffrey's open on every play. They could yeah. th- they could throw it to him on every play if they wanted to. Yeah, he he. They haven't lost a game since they got him. I love watching him play football. He's just a great, just great football player. My fear is that Niners do the same thing they always do. They're going to have this huge push. They're going to go to the playoffs, and then they're just going to do nothing. Probably they're going to lose a game be. that they shouldn't lose. And, but I'll be damned if they aren't awesome to watch. I don't. Maybe aside from the Eagles' offense, they're the most exciting. Or in Buffalo, oh, yeah. they're. These Niners offenses may maybe the most exciting in the league as far as you never know what what the hell kind of Shanna Hannigans are going to come out. You never know what they're going to call, what play they're going to run, which guy each week. There's other teams, you pretty much know what's going to happen. Teams just can't stop it. The Niners, it's actually fun to watch. Imagine if either McCaffrey played for Philly or Hertz played for the 49ers, which I know that's what they were looking for in Trey Lance, but each of those teams are missing that one little piece that would make them maybe the best offense in history with the, the amount of weapons and the game planning that the defense would have to to do to get in there. I mean, think about like the, um, you know, take it back to the greatest show on turf. How do you, how do you defend against Marshall Falk and Isaac Bruce and and as a here, uh, what was it? As a here, Hakeem. Yeah, it is. There it is. Kurt Warner. I'm, but it was Tory Holt was the the big other. Oh one. yeah, oh, and then yeah. they had Ricky Prohl. It was mm. uh, it was an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, for sure. And you're right. What you just said was the question. They couldn't. They yeah. couldn't defend it. Right. <laughs> they were what they were. Teams couldn't defend it, but they still found ways to lose. Uh, speaking of which, somehow the Dolphins lost to the Chargers, which is whatever. Except they looked horrible. There was no one worth having in fantasy outside of Tyreek Hill, who only had four catches. It's all one play. 60-yard right. touchdown late in the third quarter. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, he has, what, three, three for catches 21. for 20 yards? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and I heard – I did not see this uh, – I am not. I don't listen to all the games live. I, you know, I'm watching most of them. But he uh, – the Dolphins had – it was 55 degrees, and the Dolphins had the heaters on their sideline. Because they were cold at 55. Yeah. They're just, what are they going to do this week in Buffalo? They're going to struggle, is what they're going to do, especially if there's a snowstorm. It's already 21 degrees, 13 mile an hour winds, and possible snow. So, obviously, you and I talked before the show, avoid them as much as you can. You have to play. If you're Josh Allen's your quarterback, you have to play him. If Tua's your quarterback, Tyree kills on your team, you have to play him. But in a format like once and done, you don't. Um, Justin Herbert, he eclipsed 300 yards through the air again. It was this second week in a row? I think he did last yeah. week as well, maybe. Um, and his touchdown pass went to Mike Williams' first game back. Six catches, 116 in that score. He looked great catches in that game. Oh, he looked great. And Keenan Allen, 12 catches for 92 yards. Can you imagine if these dudes could just stay on the field? It's funny you say that. So I was just going to say, I give Mike Williams about another quarter and a half. Keenan Allen's really, really playing on bar time. This is like three games in a row, so he might not make it past halftime. Uh, Gosh, they'd be good. 
And obviously yeah. Eckler's good. He always finds a way to get it done. Such a if, he, if he sucks on the ground, he's good through the air and vice versa. He's still one of those guys I told you earlier in the season. Every time he touches the ball, it's not even like I'm wondering if he might score. It's like I expect him that he's going to probably score. Yeah. He's yeah. just that electric. The dude is awesome. What a, what a team, man. If they could just stay healthy. but just can't yeah. get it together. They either score in a game but give up way too many or they hold a team down pretty good but don't score they just can't Such get is my fantasy they wouldn't be in the playoffs new england's win the other night thrust them into the number seven spot due to whatever convoluted tiebreaker there is right now all four or no i think the jets are just barely out the jets would be are like the number eight right now um, i don't know it, we, we can look it up but it, yeah i think it was the number eight in or no, they're the nine, and the Chargers are the eight, but they have the same record. Because the Patriots are seven and six, right? But they they're have the tiebreaker over both of them, and then Thanks. the Bengals and uh, Miami are the other two wild cards right now. Yeah, uh, and what obviously helped the Pats this past week was a twenty-seven to thirteen win over Arizona in Arizona. Uh, you mentioned earlier your boy Cliff Kingsbury is probably going to be jobless after this season. I Matt Jones, it. nothing. Our boy Pierre Strong, buddy. Five carries, 70 yards and a score. Uh, you like seeing that. He's explosive, man. We really liked him coming out. We hated that he went to the Patriots. Uh, but he got the chance, obviously, because Ramondre Stevenson uh, went down with injury. None of the pass catchers are worth having. Hopefully you didn't have to start Hunter Henry. If you did, I guess you got a decent game, three yeah. for 70. But yeah, but that's it. But that's in the thing. tight end world, three for 70, you, you take it and you say, thank you, sir, and you move on. Eight and a half points, and you're, you're, you're happy. fairly excited. More than that. I get any given week out of a tight end. This was like the, the death game because, was it Devontae Parker, I think, went out with a concussion. Ramondre Stevenson went out, came back for one play, and then was out forever. Uh, Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Man, so rough. I texted you, you when it happened up. right away. Yeah. I could tell just by yeah. the way his knee buckled. Having done it and having seen so many of these players with it, I could you could just see right away torn ACL. I texted yeah. you that before they even got him off the field. Yeah. James Conner was good, as was DeAndre Hopkins per usual. Uh, and that's it, man. How do you how do you feel about Hopkins for the playoffs and one and done with Colt McCoy throwing the ball? I feel great because I already played him. Okay. <laughs> but I matter. do have him in my it league of matter. record, so I don't like that. No, it doesn't he, matter who's he throwing has, in the he ball. Doesn't do bad with, he doesn't do bad with McCoy. Yes. He's still going to get his targets, Look do his, his thing. Houston, I mean, he had 11 targets in this game, and and Murray didn't even make it out of the – barely got halfway through the first quarter. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I'm. this was He's all – everything he did was McCoy. Murray had one one attempt. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't feel bad about it. I don't, I'd rather Murray, but I don't feel, I don't feel awful about it. All right, sir. A guy in my league, another one. This dude has to just win one game. He's going into Monday night. All he has to do is beat his guy by who's only 12 points ahead of him. He's got who has nobody. He has um Hollywood and the Cardinals D. To beat him, all he needs is that. He ends up getting 9.4 points out of both of them. Did you see Hollywood's drop? I did not. He's on yet another fourth down play. Cole McCoy puts this ball in the most perfect spot you could have. But for some reason, 30 yards down the field, he's streaking Hollywood. He decides he's going to jump at it. Instead of letting it just hit him right in the hands, he jumps up in the air and tries to catch it like down at his knees. 
of course, Hollywood being Hollywood, the ball just bounces off the stone hands. But if he makes that catch, three and a half more points, Tig Biddies is into the playoffs over the Red Ravagers. Just bad. We, you said at the beginning of the show you want to talk about some bad beats. That yeah. play alone, if he'd have just stuck, just kept running, would have hit. He still probably would have dropped it because he's awful. But the dude would be in the playoffs because he'd have got three and a half more points and only needed three. Yeah, I saw. I saw one guy. Now this is not in any league of mine, um, but you know you see those those bad beats pop up. Some guy needed three points to win, and he had Ramondre Stevenson and Kyler Murray. Oh wow! Didn't get didn't get a whole lot there, did he? Oh, no, man. He, he, he's out, out of the playoffs now. Wow. He didn't even make it in because of that loss. That's ugly. That's ugly. I know. All right, let's look ahead, sir, into this coming week. Uh, and I know we hit on it a little bit, like, you know, talking about the one-and-done stuff, but uh, QBs over the last four weeks, um, the Detroit Lions giving up second-most points to quarterbacks. We saw what Kirk Cousins just did to them. And uh, Mike White is telling me he's good to go. I don't know how his insides are still – uh, where they're supposed to be and in one piece or in their, you know, hole. But uh, if he's good to go, man, it's tough to not throw him out there against the Lions defense. Yes, and they're saying it's looking like he's going to go. And he said today he's definitely playing, but that doesn't always work out. Um, A guy that I was looking at and making a big uh, – he's starting to come back a little bit is Mr. Aaron Rodgers Monday night. I would have never thought that at the beginning of the season, that this would be a great game for him playing the Rams. But, boy, are they are they awful. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're middle of the pack, though, against – Yeah, but I, I just really think they're, it's a Monday night game. Rodgers thrives. They need this win yeah. to stay in the playoff hunt. And the Rams are just awful. And I think that I would love to still have Rodgers left. I would think about playing him this week, but I do not. No way. I'm not trusting that guy. Oh, not I am. I am against them. <laughs> Uh, running backs. I think you can, uh, depending on health, because, uh, you know, Antonio Gibson a little banged up here and there, but, uh, flip a coin for the Washington running backs, play them against the New York Giants. They, uh, the Giants, Miles Sanders just scorched them and they are giving up the second most points to running backs over the last four weeks. Seattle, who's playing tonight, obviously the only team giving up more points to the running back position. Typically, this would be somebody that you'd be like, oh, really? Of course. But since Jonathan Taylor's not really had much of a season and sort of shit the bed last week, pardon my French, I I have him up against the Vikings defense over the last four weeks and getting up the fourth most points to running backs. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Jonathan Taylor. I hope he has a huge, huge week. I bet you do. Receivers, if I'm rolling with Mike White, I might as well throw in Garrett Wilson with him. Or if you want to go dig, dig deeper, why not Elijah Moore? We both love him. And uh, that yeah, obviously that's a long shot. You're not going to have him anything but a flex. Hey, you could do worse, though, as the Lions give up the second most points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks, but the most points to the wide receiver position and by a pretty big margin, five points uh, between them and second place, which are the Titans. I'm digging deep here. This is one of those dart throws. Well, this Jonathan is good. Peoples you... Jones. Oh, okay, so he led the team last week. Loves to give up big plays, and in a week where Amari Cooper still is not quite right, he's going to be just good enough to be out there and be almost maybe have a couple good plays, but maybe just be a a, a glorified decoy. And Peoples Jones could pick off his uh, uh, 
you know, work off his great week last week. I think he had like 116 yards and maybe get himself one of those, like working on those little 65 yard uh, streaks down the field and get a touchdown. So I know that's a, that's a deep dig and I hope it doesn't happen, but I fear for the Ravens this week. I, this is, this game's one of those big, just they're, they're just set up to lose this game. And with the way DPJ plays, you only need one play for this call to work out for you, right? 45 yards. That's a lot of points all in one play. Yeah, for sure. Tight ends. Uh, I want to roll with my guy Gerald Everett. I've I've gone with him a few weeks um, in this spot, and he's got a great matchup. He's playing the Titans. They like to give up points to the to the tight end. So uh, let's go Everett, and maybe uh, maybe Justin Herbert can go for three games in a row of three hundred yards through the air. Gotcha. I've got uh, Dalton Schultz. I wish I still had him. I wish I hadn't wasted him earlier in the year. They're going against the Jags, who by far have given up the most points to tight ends over the last four weeks. Uh, who Their tight end himself had a pretty great week last week. But, yeah, Dalton Schultz against Jags. He's guaranteed to score. Lots of guaranteed, ops. but close. Yeah, I got you. Lots of options for defenses this week because there's a lot of teams playing some pretty sketchy quarterbacks. The Chiefs going up against the Texans, who don't have any idea even how many quarterbacks they're going to play. Um, and then obviously Kyler Murray's been out. So you got Denver's defense. You got Mason Rudolph might be starting for the Steelers. So you got some options here, man. Who are you going with? I got the Saints going against Atlanta and Desmond Ritter's first game. Uh, yes, no Kyle Pitts, no this, no that in New Orleans. I don't understand it. Building off last week, you are in this division. You're what five are the aren't the Falcons five and eight? You're a game out of first. This decision makes no sense. They say now they're saying since he left the team, you know, Mariota, once he got benched, decided he was leaving. Now they're saying he needed knee surgery all along. Yeah. It's it's great spin on the whole situation, but I just don't understand the logic behind it. Uh, but, man, that's a tough place to, against a really solid defense going into the Superdome for your first ever start with an awful team around you. I I hope it works out horribly for Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, and kicker for me, uh, we're going to go with. Who was your D? Who did you actually pick? You listed like three um, of them. Who was your actual pick? You yelled at me last week for picking two Cowboys. Let's go Kansas City, man. Fair enough. Well, well I'm going to have the Houston Texans going back uh, to where they should be uh, yeah. and not who they were against they the look, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they look good last week, brother. I uh, know. Uh, and then for a kicker, we'll go with the Colts kicker. The Vikings are hey. giving <laughs> That's not me. Oh, call that over there. <laughs> yeah, because the Vikings give up else? the most points to kickers. Yeah. And it's not even close. The last oh, four it's almost a 50 yard field goal. 16 yeah. a game. The next is Seattle 11. It's like a 45 yard field goal worth of, yeah. of extra points for kickers. Wow, that's funny. So I'll take it. Yeah, that's why. Why would right, Anything else for you? Now I'm hoping Christian McCaffrey gets on his horse here. He started really well here, 10 points in the first half, but Seattle's had like an eight-minute drive here that's milking the clock, and I don't care for that. I also going to get at least 25 out of him tonight. Uh, plenty of time for that, and he can do that in two drives just about. So Hopefully he right. does it in one play. All right, folks, thank you all for listening, checking us out. Be sure to hit us up on Spotify, Facebook, all that good stuff, and we will see you next week. See ya.